0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Yes, and the help you get from Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, he'll keep it running, that rusty thing. Well, actually, he was doing the same thing to my daughter Tina's car. We're going to get into that. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Dan Burns is an ASC certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue. A little construction going on there, right? It's now. a mess, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit of
0: a mess. They're putting those uh, bump outs on all the curbs. Oh, for, is that what so it people is? Can, you know, Grand Avenue is so busy. and It is. It's, uh, my grandkids, one, one of my the families lives just a block off of Grand, and so they're over on Grand Avenue. The kids are over on Grand Avenue mm-hmm. all the time running up and down the street, and it makes me nervous how busy it is. Oh, so yeah. That's these, good... They say these bump outs are much safer, so I and I hope that's true. That is because true. it's tricky to cross Grand Avenue, that's for sure. Oh,
1: I've tried to do that many yeah. times, yeah. getting coffee, you right. bet. Uh, Dan is, uh, has helped us out for many years here on CCO, helped you out. If you have any kind of a car, truck, <laughs> van issue, and you need to bring it in to your favorite dealer, your favorite shop, Dan will give you some idea of what might be wrong with it. Uh, just give us a call or send a text. Uh, you know we tend to get busy, and Dan's going to be here till about 745, so don't wait. Call us or text us, number 651-989-9226, or send a text if that's easier, 81807. Full disclosure, uh, my uh, daughter Tina called me, or sent a text actually, because she was on her way out of town on business, and said, Dad, could you bring my car to Dan's. I was not able to do it because I worked late in the storms and the yada yada. And the, the point is that you guys at Lloyd's fixed it. I think it was a new, uh, new power, new power steering, power pump, steering pump. Yeah. yeah. And uh, evidently, there's something else going on now, and she yeah. was unable to do it. So I drove it over there yeah. yesterday. Was it yesterday? It was yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, but that has happened. I mean, you guys want to keep the customer happy.
0: Well, that's exactly right. And I, you know, I, I joked with you a little bit this morning. Cause when you came in, I hadn't realized that, it that was we had br- worked on the power stream. <laughs> so I was a little bit nonchalant and I, I didn't mean to be, but, but, uh, you know, things happen and they do. And, and you are so kind. You said, well, let's not bring that up on the radio. And I said, no, let's, because it's, uh, it's important for people to understand that, you know, when you get your car worked on or your body worked on or yeah. your roof worked on yeah. anything, things happen. Uh, you know, mechanical error, human error, all sorts of things can happen. And I haven't looked at Tina's car. I don't know what's wrong yet. Right. But but at any rate, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, in your opinion, in her opinion, I just had my power steering fixed and my power steering's not working again. Yeah. What's the deal? And, yeah. and I don't blame you, you know. And and uh, when you show up at my front desk, my reaction should be, and I think that people should expect this reaction from anybody <clears throat> I'm sorry, I don't know what happened, but I'll certainly look at it, and we'll figure it out and yeah. i you know I'm sorry that you had to take time out of your life again and and bring it back but because it can be a bother? a hassle oh, it is a bother, yeah. no question about it. The last thing I want to do is spend time taking my car and being without my car, and luckily, Tina's out of town, so that <laughs> yeah, makes it that easy helps, but, yeah <laughs> but but uh. But, yeah, no, we you know, it needs to be taken care of. Something happened. I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, don't worry. We'll take care of it. You'll zero in on yeah. the problem. And, 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 and not just because you're Denny Long. No, no, we'll, no. We'll do no, that you for do anybody. Day, uh, everybody,
1: all of your customers <laughs> That's do right. that. Uh, and uh, you've said this over the years, Dan, that uh, that if you you or your guys have to put in a new part, sometimes the new part is not a – the,
0: that oh, well, was not manufactured correctly. All or the time, in fact. There's a whole list of parts of manufacturers that we won't use. Oh, is be- that right? Because we've had so much trouble. And, you know, that's just it. When you bring your car in, I want it fixed. I want it fixed right. And I want it fixed the first time. You I, guys don't want to be bothered I again. Want, again. Yeah, I don't want to be bothered either. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, yeah. but that's beside the point. Yeah. We're yeah. talking it from your perspective. Sure. You want it done right, and you want it done right the first time. So I think that's what... A consumer can expect no matter who they're dealing with. And uh, if you're not getting that from whomever you're working with, then you need to keep looking and find somebody that will deliver that. Yep, Yep. absolutely.
1: All right, (laughs) 651-989-9226. I will be anxious to find out what happened, though. Well, it's kind of fun. I mean, for me, it's not my vehicle. It'll be
0: simple (laughs) and dumb. It always is. (laughs) It probably is, (laughs)
1: yeah. yeah. Let's go to the phones, Dan. Let's see who's been waiting. Tim is calling from Maplewood, I believe. Tim, you're on CCO with Dan. I think we Showing gotta get the phone. The go, I'm sorry. Along the way. Oh go ahead, Dan. We missed uh, we missed your first part of your call. Go ahead.
2: All right. Yes, this is Tim from Maplewood and uh we appreciate the fill and the good advice. Uh my son's car is a Chev uh cruise, just turned hundred thousand miles. An alert on the dashboard said to change the timing belt. And uh I thought this was a little odd. It seemed like I was trying to clarify if they're Talking about the internal timing belt of the engine, or just the drive belt, like serpentine belt, uh, that would be serviceable outside of the engine. Just wondering if you know what well, they might be talking to there, uh, talking about there.
0: Right at 100,000 miles, if it indeed has a timing belt, you know, uh, uh, inside or inside the engine or underneath the covers, and I think it probably does. Uh, that is due to be changed, and that should be done. Uh, at that time, they probably will do the serpentine belt also because they have it often laying on the floor there, and it's the right time to replace that. But to answer your question, uh, even better than I can, if you look in your owner's manual, there will be a uh, schedule for all of that, and if you look under the hundred thousand mile column, it will uh, it will show you that. But it, if it's if it is if it does have a timing belt, and I think it does, then that certainly would be due to be replaced at a uh, hundred thousand miles, and that's important because if you don't do that, and if the if the timing belt breaks, not only are you stranded and stuck, but sometimes it can do some other internal engine damage, and you don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. So, All right. good, good maintenance item. Do it.
1: I Found too that uh, Dan, as you have, uh, if you don't have a uh, manual, like it didn't come with your right. car, and it's mm-hmm. used or whatever. Google, it's amazing what you can find. I found maintenance <laughs> I schedules on Google that were accurate. Yeah, so yeah. That's people
0: annoying. people say, worry, you know they, they worry about me and say, you know, with all the information you can get about a car on Google, does that hurt your business?" And I said, "Oh no, oh no, it's it's perfect. You get just enough information to be dangerous. That's and right. <laughs> that's it true. ends up at my shop anyway. That's so, true.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. Let, let's take Gary's call in St. Paul, and then we'll take a break. Uh, Gary, you're on CCO with Dan."
3: Yeah. Thanks for taking my call. I have a, I had a strange experience. I have a 2008, uh, Toyota four runner. It has 135,000, almost 136,000 miles. I had it in the, in the shop to have a, um, rear bumper replaced and a new windshield put in and it was there for two days and I went to pick it up and I started the car and the tappets or lifters or something were so loud. It, uh, it was it was frightening, and so I turned it off. And I thought, well, what could it be? I thought, well, maybe it could be low on oil. So I I checked the dipstick, and the, you know, uh, you're going to think I'm crazy, but the dipstick is pretty difficult to read on this car, and that you don't really see the oil uh, always going up to the second dot, if you know what I'm talking yep. about. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it appeared. It appeared to be low, but I wasn't quite sure, so I dumped. Uh, I started with a half a quart of oil, put it in, um, started the car, let it run, and it's still loud. Turned it off, and I put another half a quart in, and started again, and it and it started to quiet down. Well, I still didn't like what happened because it was so loud the noise. It sounded like a, you know, an old 67 VW I had that right. was dying. Anyway, so I went right to Toyota, who's open late, and I had him change the oil and check for leaks. Well, they came back and said, well, you were overfilled by, you know, you were overfilled by a, a, a little more than a quart. And, you know, I only had 2,000 miles on my oil change, and I get it changed every 3,000 miles. So and now, I'm actually sitting in my car in a parking lot and it's just as quiet as can be. Um, I, I, don't know what could have caused that. It's just the strangest thing. And should I be concerned about it? The guy at the Toyota dealership did say it has this variable valve something or other, which makes it a little louder maybe when it starts, but he thought, he he thought it sounded normal now, but it was just, uh, um,
0: Pretty
1: noisy, what yeah. do you think Dan well, before I, we break you
0: know, I don't know um, without hearing it of course, and uh i guess i I'm wondering if it was oil at all, uh-huh. for one thing, if it was maybe it was something else well, it was not oil obviously if yeah. it, if it was full, and why now, all of a sudden it's better, I don't know you know i i uh Cars are weird, <laughs> and uh, I guess you've eliminated one possibility. It was not was not low on oil and is not low on oil, and probably there's nothing you can do now until you, if you ever hear that noise again, you'll have to bring it right over, which yeah. is what I tell people all the time. If your car's acting up, bring it right to me. I'll stop what I'm doing and come take a listen because I want to hear it uh, while it's doing it, and... And so that would be my recommendation is, is, you know, get a professional ear on it when it's doing it. And, uh, and I think they'll be able to help you. All right. There you go.
1: Uh, Dan, we need to take a quick break here. We have more show to come. Keep in mind, Dan will be here till just about 745, till Jack Farrell's uh, wine chat time. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Uh, which I was visiting, what, two <laughs> two or three times yeah, this week, you, I you, You've no, been there one great. too many times no, this but week, but I that's I okay. I down the street for coffee. It's yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, by the way, for the folks that don't know, where, where on Grand are you look?
0: We are at 982 Grand, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web also at LloydsAutomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, net, or give us a call. Uh, Big Nick will be there this morning, 651-228. 1316. Excellent.
1: All right. Let's uh, take care of some more uh, business here with uh, folks. 651 989 9226. Text is 81807. Uh, Dan, I don't want to forget our texters either. Uh, this one came in a bit ago. Have a 1999 Saturn. Transmission works fine until it gets hot and then it will not go into reverse. All other gears still work. Uh, cool down it will go into reverse just fine. Uh, do you have any idea of what the deal
0: is? Yeah, it's probably a bad seal or valve body or something like that. But, you know, the whatever it is that's supposed to be moving when it's hot or whatever it is supposed, to, whatever it is that's not supposed to be moving when it's hot is allowing fluid to bypass, and uh, that's why it won't go into reverse. Oh, okay. And uh, unfortunately, more than likely, that's going to be a catastrophic situation. Uh, Big time money a mess, yeah. yeah. So I don't know on a, on a ninety nine Saturn if it's worth the money to to get into that. But uh, maybe you'll have good luck with it this winter when the weather cools. There out. you go. <laughs> it <laughs> gets cold. Maybe it won't be as hot. There's a silver lining <laughs> you know. there. And then just care. And then just park carefully. Yes. <laughs> don't have to back up. Very good. Think ahead. Yeah.
1: All right, uh, John in Minneapolis has been waiting on the phone. Now, John, we're uh, listening. What is your question, please?
2: I have a 95 uh, Chevy 3 quarter to the van with a 125,000 miles. Uh, when I go on the freeway, after about 65 up to 70, it starts vibrating, and I can feel it and under the van uh, in the steering wheel. At 75, i got to back it down again. It gets a little too rough.
0: You know, m- most commonly when there's a shake in the front, Steering, uh, most often it's tire or wheel related. Uh, if it was on uh, one of these little sports cars with low profile tires, I would say there that maybe it hit a pothole and uh, you've done some damage to the wheel, and you certainly will feel that in the steering wheel. But the uh, um, on a truck like yours, there's there's it's such a high profile tire that rare, you know, if 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 you hit it hard enough to damage the wheel, you probably will have flattened the tire at the same time. So I don't think it's probably that. But at any rate, most commonly when you feel a shake in the steering wheel, it's tire-related. So first thing I would do is is take it into your shop and ask them to uh, balance the tires and see what's going on with that. Uh, if the, If they're way out of balance, you'll feel that. If not, maybe... They if and the tires still look good, maybe they can rotate that tire to the rear, and then you uh, won't feel it. But that's one of the diagnostic things we do. If if uh, if you feel a, a shake in the steering wheel, first thing we'll do is rotate the tires and see if it goes away. If it goes away, then certainly it was in the tires, and you know the customer will have to make a choice about getting new tires. Okay.
1: Good morning, Saturday. It is. The last few hours of uh, summer, Dan, the uh, the fall uh, season starts at 8.54 p.m.,
0: 8.54 well, tonight. You know, it's my favorite time of the year for sure. But uh mine too it, it, it's it's a little bit bittersweet in that i that winter's right behind it. I know <laughs> too you, bad fall doesn't become summer. <laughs> you guys at Lloyd's will be ch- putting those winter uh snow oh, tires already on for sure already the, sure. the tires are are yeah coming our, in our tire bin is full again.
1: well, before Dan leaves us, which is a few minutes from now, let's get some more help uh, for some folks here. Kim is calling from Andover's been waiting there. Kim, what is your question? Thank you.
2: Hi, good morning good morning. I have a 2013 Prius, and I love it, but recently when it sits for a while, like during work or overnight, and then I get in and put it in reverse to back out, it's like something has to kind of break free underneath before it will back up. I can hear it, and I can feel that. It seems to be coming from the back passengers, or I'm sorry, from the back driver's side underneath by the wheel. Hmm. Um, I had my brakes replaced not too long ago, just unrelated to that, they needed to be replaced. But also I've noticed sometimes when I get in my car in the morning or after work, it will just like a clunk when I get in and sit down. What do you think's going on there?
0: Well, I think two different things. The, you know, the clunk when you get in it uh, is something that should be easy for us to find. You can rock the vehicle with somebody looking, and, and uh, that should be easy to figure out. The fact that when uh, the car first starts, to, or when you first start to move the car and you feel something, my first thought was, is something happening with the brakes? Mm-hmm. And then you confirmed my thought by saying you just had the brakes worked on. I think on that Prius, the it the... the Parking brake is separate from the uh, disc brakes that are in the rear, and uh, when they've had that apart, sometimes that the the, the friction material <clears throat> on the parking brake shoes uh, will will sometimes the glue will let loose, and they'll mm. and they'll and so um, that friction material is just sitting in there, and when you park, sometimes then it'll it'll settle down into place and get wedged in. And until you move the car, and, of course, the car has enough, po- enough power to move it again, uh, you'll feel that that wedged piece moving, and it'll be fine again until you stop and park again for a while. But at any rate, my advice to you would be to, uh, I think you should take it back and have those brakes checked and uh, explain to them what's happening, and I think they'll uh, they'll know right where to look because that was my first thought. All too. right. Very good. There you go, Kim.
1: Thanks for the call. Uh, let's take one more. Garrett in Bloomington. Garrett, you're on CCO. Good morning.
3: Hey, how are you doing? So um, the, um, I got two things. My uh, Dodge Ram, my lights don't work. Um, I had the bulbs replaced, but there was smoke coming from my Dodge a few months ago under the dashboard. Mm-hmm. And when I hold my, the only way I have lights once in a while is when I hold my bright light switch backwards. Mm-hmm. And then the other problem is I have a Ford F-250 Super Duty, and when I put it in neutral, that's the only way it'll start. Sometimes it starts in park.
0: Yeah. Well, let's do the Dodge first. Obviously, if you saw smoke and uh, you have to do something different to make the headlights work, then you've got a problem. And what you used to have was a connection problem that was getting hot and causing the spark or causing the smoke. Now the connection problem has gotten so bad that it's not working at all anymore. Um, somebody will take that apart at the headlight switch or somewhere and find that the the where the the connections come together, something has melted and it'll be very obvious and easy to see. maybe they'll even smell it and be able to find that so. That's a you've got a connection problem going on there, and that should be easy to fix and On the Ford, the fact that you have to put it into neutral to get it start started there's a neutral safety switch somewhere in it, and uh that's what's wrong with that it's it when it's in park sometimes on on those Fords if you lift up on the shifter when it's in park it'll uh, make a difference and it'll start then, but at any rate uh there's a problem with the neutral safety switch and that 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 should also be pretty easy to diagnose and not too expensive to repair.
1: All right. Let's see if we can't, uh, there you go, Garrett. Uh, Let's see if we can't pick up on a couple of text messages before you take your leave, Dan. Uh, Let's see. uh, 2009. Uh, Sonata. When I start, it's RPM is 1500 and I get no response out of the accelerator pedal. This is an intermittent problem. Uh I guess that's it. I was yeah. looking for a follow up If you there, get no
0: response from the accelerator pedal, I'm I'm not positive, but I think that that probably has a uh cableless accelerator. In other words, when you step on the pedal on the floor, it's just actually a switch that is sending a message to uh give you more RPMs to the engine and it's not making a connection at times. And in fact, if uh You take that in, there's probably a code stored in the computer relating to that. And perhaps even your check engine light is on. Hmm. But at any rate, that's, again, not a hard one to diagnose and not very expensive to repair. That's good news. Good news for you.
1: Here's one uh, text, Dan, an O2 Saturn 5-speed. Runs good. Happens suddenly. Can shift into the gears but will not move. Any thoughts?
0: no well, that's i'm wondering if it's a manual transmission it sounds like it probably it. is and then it it probably is a clutch certainly a clutch related problem maybe the clutch itself is uh worn out or broken and come apart and uh that's not such good news i'm afraid because there's a chance you're going to have to uh, uh take the transmission out and replace the clutch ouch yeah uh,
1: Outback, 16, Outback. When slowing down and turning right onto a busy street, I press the gas. There is nothing for two, three seconds. Then it lunges forward. Uh, it happened four times lately. What is that?
0: Uh, that sounds dangerous. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, same thing I'm, as that other call. I'm afraid that it's something related to the accelerator pedal. And uh, Unless the engine is actually revving and it's, and it's not uh, – uh, engaging in the transmission. Yeah. So i that's one I'd have to recommend that you probably take it in and have a test drive, Most and definitely. actually do that pretty soon because, that, like I say, that sounds pretty dangerous. dangerous. When you need to get out of somebody's way, you need your car to go so you can get out of somebody's way.
1: Speaking of going, I know you have to take your leave. I have to get, get out, out, back of, to out of the way,
0: huh? That's right. <laughs> How do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's? Well, uh, best way is give us a call. We are at 651 228 1316 you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net l l o y d s lloydsautomotive.net or come on over 982 grand avenue right in the heart of st paul absolutely sounds and good we'll see you next week sounds good thank All you right.